0: Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, as you have seen, I have proven as fact that the defendant is guilty as charged of the murder of the victim. I have shown that he obviously shot the victim with his 9 millimeter pistol, as demonstrated from the size of the bullet holes in the victim's skull. Ladies and gentlemen, I now ask that you convict the defendant guilty as charged and impose the maximum sentence possible. Objection, Your Honor. The bullet hole could have been made by any number of caliber of bullets and the actual bullet that caused the death of the victim was never found. Objection overruled. Mr. Prosecutor, you may proceed. Ladies and gentlemen, as I was saying, we have all the evidence we need. The defendant owns a 9 millimeter gun. The defendant can't prove where he was on the day of the crime. Objection, Your Honor. There have been no witnesses to tie my client to the murder scene, and there have been no credible motives presented for my client to have committed such a crime. Objection overruled. Continue, Mr. Prosecutor. As I was saying before I was interrupted by this science denier, we even have the casing from the bullet which matches the ammunition used by the defendant. Objection, your honor. The casing was found 2 miles away at the local shooting range. Objection overruled. One more such outburst like that and you will be cited for contempt. Continue, Mr. Prosecutor. Thank you, Your Honor. We have science, the same type of science that proves evolution, showing us that the defendant is guilty as charged. I rest my case, and anyone who disagrees is clearly a mentally defective
1: person who probably still believes in a flat earth. I'm Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salisbury, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to assure you that you can believe the Bible, from the very first verse. That skit, a great one. It so demonstrates, unfortunately, what we see is a double standard in the media, in education, in science today. If you question science, if you question conventional science, if you say the Bible has equivalent answers and believable answers, you're called a science denier, you're called mentally defective of somebody who believes in the flat earth. Or the new one is, if you're teaching creation, it's child abuse. Terry, you got a good example of this kind of analysis.
2: The Darwin say the general theory of evolution is scientific because it's testable, but to the degree that it is testable, I would say it's been falsified. There's an article in Scientific American where they give an example of how genetic information can be added using the Hox gene, and they use fruit flies. The article goes, in fruit flies, for instance, a mutation called antenna pita causes legs to sprout, where antennae should grow. These abnormal limbs are not functional, but their existence demonstrates that genetic mistakes can produce complex structures which natural selection can then test for possible uses. So this is their example of how genetic information can be added. They have legs where antennae should be on a fruit fly. They don't have any beneficial changes in morphology, but they're saying it could happen. And likewise, if you look up, if just Google genetic mutations and you'll see scores and scores of genetic disorders, that's the reality of genetic mutations.
1: So if you really look at what you're just talking about, incidentally, I'm always fascinated that the SPCA or somebody hasn't come (laughs) in for what we've done to fruit flies for the past 50 years, but because they're protecting every other animal on the planet. But they've demonstrated that you can have these mutations they've demonstrated that by these mutations, complex structures can be inserted in the wrong area and be totally useless. Correct. Have they ever demonstrated that one of these complex structures will be functional somewhere else and be chosen for? No. And yet that is what the judge in this case would have said overruled. No, we're not listening to that. We're just moving forward.
3: Carl, you've got some more examples. Well, just to tack on to what Terry brought up, there's been no, absolutely no mutation found in the human genome that has actually added information It has sometimes been slightly beneficial in very limited aspects, such as the sickle cell trait can sometimes protect against malaria. But other than that, there's been no mutation in the whole human genome that has caused any benefit to the human race. And all of them have added to the genetic diseases that are piling up year after year. The reason for this little skit was to demonstrate that the science of evolution is kind of lacking. Let's take Lucy, for instance. Uh, Lucy is a very popular so-called Missing link, whose discovery was really weird, the animal what was called Lucy. had a crushed skull that had to be reassembled, and it had a very limited amount of fragments for parts of the lower extremity and nothing to do with the ankle. The hands were incomplete, and some of the bones for the hands were taken from sites a couple miles away in a strata two or three hundred feet deeper. So, how in the world is like going to the shooting range two miles away to find a casing to prove a case in court? <laughs>
2: Well, the lack of evidence doesn't stop the Darwinists. They make it up. They've got a a model of Lucy in the St. Louis Zoo that shows her with very human-like feet. And kids go through there, and they think that's what was really found.
1: Now, what was in the find? How many foot bones? No, exactly. no foot bones. And again, this is the type of thing that is ordinarily just ignored in what we call evolutionary science, which really doesn't operate as science. Well, at you... least
3: it wasn't quite as bad as Nebraska Man, where they built a whole human being sort of person and its culture from one tooth.
1: A pig's tooth. A pig's tooth. Yeah. You're listening sense. to Believing the Bible. For more information, <clears throat> go to sabsa.org. That is is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today, we're talking about really the fascinating phenomenon of evolution is treated as science, creation is treated as not science, and yet evolution, the background for it, is not scientific. This started really in 1982 in a widespread fashion. In 1982, there was a balanced treatment case that came because of a balanced treatment law in Arkansas. The ACLU had sued because what this law said, the balanced treatment laws that were all over the country at this point, was that you did not have to teach creation, but if you taught evolution, then you had to do a balance of teaching creation as well. And the ACLU sued, saying, well, that's getting religion into schools. The judge who oversaw the case was Judge William Overton, a Methodist. When he ruled in 1982, he came up with what is now the precedent in the field, and that is that there's two rules of evidence. Science, that is conventional science, evolutionary science, is assumed to be true, but creation is assumed to be religion and must be proved. Now, that gives us a ridiculous bar because evolution can't be proved. And in point of fact, you two have just given multiple evidences that show there's not good scientific evidence for evolution. And yet it is assumed to be true, whereas creation must hit the high bar of proving that it
3: occurred. How ridiculous is that? Amen. Amen. We need to identify the evolutionary so-called theory, it's basically a hypothesis or maybe even a wish, as religion and not true science. That is the battleground we need to really engage. Now, there were a lot of sidelines
1: in 82 when this Chandra Witwick Raman Singh, who along with Sir Fred Hoyle, came in and said, you know, evolution did not occur on this planet. But he started getting laughed at when he talked about panspermia because of his belief that it got imported from space somewhere. Likewise, Norman Geisler came on and said the Bible is absolutely believable and it is scientifically prudent but when he started talking about UFOs being satanic demons they laughed in court as well because there is a prejudice against what is Hmm. out of scripture. Robert Gentry came in and talked about polonium halos and how they showed a very rapid formation of the earth very recently and tragically that again the prosecution and the judge just overlooked all of that very damning evidence against evolution but unfortunately Fortunately, that also ended his career in conventional science. This all led into that precedent being carried forward to today. In 2004, in Dover, Pennsylvania, you had a school district that said, okay, we're not going to do total balanced treatment. All we're going to do is that whenever we teach evolution in a class, we're going to read a statement. And here's the statement they read. Darwin's theory of evolution is a theory with inexplicable gaps. For an alternative idea on origins, there's a book in the library called Of Pandas and People, which you may check out. And then they would go ahead and teach nothing but evolution during that period. And the ACLU wanted them to stop reading that two-line sentence. Mm. Again, Mm. it came to court in 2005. It was ruled what? Evolution is science and must be assumed to be true. Creation is religion and has to be proved. This has set up a bar that cannot be overturned. Gentlemen, your closing thoughts.
3: Well, one of the things what we are trying to do is to educate Christians that regardless of what is being taught in the public school system, that they need to arm their children with the truth from the Bible, which has never been proved wrong, that will help save their kids when they are approached or assaulted with the evolutionary brainwashing.
2: That's why we're doing what we're doing today. We're trying to do in run around the, the schools, around the courts, around the churches that don't want to deal with this. And we're trying to, to go to the people directly. We're, you listeners out there, we're trying to go to you directly and you can help us. We can come and do presentations you know, for your churches or civic group and you can start asking your churches questions, your church leaders questions about this and ask them why they're not dealing with it. Good
1: And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salisville, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.